Good morning, good afternoon and good evening, or whatever time of day you're listening to this. Welcome back to Dad Tales Podcast. I am Leon, father to Ava who is seven and Noah who is five. And my name's Andy and I'm a dad to three girls, Ellie who's 21, Lex who's 15 and Andy who's eight. So together we're going to take a light-hearted look at parenting from a dad's point of view. We hope you enjoy. Good evening, Andy. Good evening, Leon. Happy Dad Tales Day. Happy Dad Tales Day, my friend. How are you doing? Did you just say Dad Dale's Day? Yeah, something like that. I think a bit of stammered recently. Can't get my words out properly. Sorry, mate, I should not just pick on you like that, should I? Straight yeah, I'm, away, I'm used to it, so... Yeah, you are. I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you? How I'm fine, week? yeah. I'm you had a good week? week? I've had a steady week. Uh, I've got some coming up later on that I've learned, so every week we say we've learned something. Mine's come up at the end, and it's something I've learned valuable this week, and... This is something you've not yet disclosed to me off off camera either I've, yeah i've not disclosed to you but if you look at me properly you tell i've got a nice red glow going on so that's what i'm valuable to learn this week so we know then that the world's coming back to normal a little bit now isn't it gyms are open shops are opening so you've you've been in the sunbeds already <laughs> not quite <laughs> but it looks like i've been in it's nice good six minutes in barbados <laughs> yeah fantastic how's your week been then uh good i have also got something i've learned this week that i'm gonna that's been part of my week Quite a big part of my week, and it's going to be part of my week's up and coming. But I'm just going to keep you on the hook. So we do it. We'll reveal all this at the end. That's what they'd say in it. The professionals, hook them in. Hook them in. Keep them hooked. Till the end. Till the end. Something like that. That's what we'll do. Yeah, we? we'll, we'll go for it. That's what we'll do. So, what we're we talking about this week? So, we're going back over from two weeks ago. We had a, a master debate about parenting and the issues of um, a boy who had his bike stolen, at least he thought he had it stolen, but it was his old man who had taken it to try and teach him a lesson. Now, we had, we had two sides. You was on the side of the father, I was on the side of the mother. I thought it was a bit of a cruel trick, really, to play. And I felt the dad came off as the hero, especially when he brought the bike back. That was your biggest problem, Yeah, right? it's because we didn't know the, the aftermath of the story. I want to know if he came clean or just stood there and was like, yep, yeah, I'm the man, I've got your bike back. Look at me, I'm top dad. So that's that was where I was sat. And I did flip-flop as well. After through, I was like, yeah, I'm back on dad's side. Let's teach you can listen. So we put this out to our loyal listenership and we've asked them to get in touch on what they sort of thought. So we've got a couple of examples from my side, a couple of examples from your side. So we'll read these out. We'll go through them. We'll discuss them and then see if you've opinions changed at all. Yeah. See if you're still on the side. Well, you didn't even know which side of things. No, I, I, I'll put my hands up. I don't know which side I'm on. Depends. Someone puts a nice argument out there. I'm like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. No, but I agree with that person. Yeah, <laughs> I'm easily led. I think that's the truth. Your it? fence has got a gate in it, and it's so yeah, you can I just keep on from the yeah. side. Right, so I'll go first. This is from the dad's point of view. So first one, this one is from Gavin, and he's from Luton Town here in the United of Kingdoms. So he says, you didn't break the bike. You didn't throw it away or give it away. You let your son see the consequences and it seemed like he learned his lesson. And like you say, we don't know what the aftermath of it. I think at the time he would certainly have learned his lesson. Yeah. Because he would have had an understanding thinking, oh no, my bike's gone. But has been telling me for weeks to put it away. I haven't done and now it's been pinched. And then an hour later, his bike turns back up and he's like, yeah, who cares? No lesson to be learned. How quick we forget these lessons. Yeah. Especially when it's been rosed over. 
I think the key thing there is to ensure that he understands what that feeling is like. Yeah. That turmoil in your stomach to go, oh no. I've been told I shouldn't. Yeah. If it had been stolen, you know, someone cut the locker out of that, then there's nothing you can do about that. That's just generally someone being an awful person. And there's not a lesson to be learned, but obviously it's that stomach wrenching of like, oh no, the invasion of lost male property yeah. type thing. But yeah, I know what you mean. So. And my second one, this one is from Lucy. I don't, don't say where Lucy's from, just coming via the electronic mailing system that we have. Mm. Uh, and she says, kids aren't going to learn if they're constantly coddled from reality. I think this was a really good way of making the lesson stick. One day of, oh no, my bike has gone, isn't going to kill him, especially as he got it back at the end of the day. In the grand scheme of things, this way was a gentle way of teaching him. I, I can't not agree yeah. with that. I think it's absolutely Interestingly enough, I've got one response there from a dad and one response there from, I'm presuming they're parents, yeah. one from a male's opinion and one from a female's, and the female is agreeing with the male. Whether that would happen, maybe part of the, the conflict within the household was the fact that mum wasn't aware of what dad had done. Mm. She would have maybe been happy to go along with it if... He'd have maybe yeah. brought her in on what he was what he was doing. It'd be interesting to know if she'd have come up with the idea, rolled of it, would he have backed her or not? Because it, it could quite easily be a case of, well, that's not my idea, so I'm just going to go against it anyway. Do you know that type of thing? Yeah, yeah. I suppose as well, again, we don't know the full backstory, but the other thing is to consider, he obviously knows his wife and what kind of person she is. Mm. So maybe he, if he'd have told her, she would have seen Stopped him upset. Or seen the seen his son upset and then said to him, Oh, don't worry, because dad's got it. Yeah, yeah. But you've learned your lesson, you know. So yeah, whereas yeah. what the dad wanted to do was make sure that he felt that sort of pain and discomfort yeah. all day long. So, you know, yeah. that's their own setup in the house to I suppose to, to understand why. Right, convince me otherwise. I'm still sat firmly on my side of this fence. So I've got one from Karen, obviously for, to the mum's side. And what she said is, You've taught your children it's okay to lie to, and to get their own way. <clears throat> You could have taught your son that actions have consequences and made them earn their bike back instead of you went down the lying behaviour route, which I do agree. I don't know how she could have taught him consequences without doing the way she did than to get the bike back. Yeah. Karen, can you let us know? Because I do get what she's saying, because she said, because one of my biggest pet peeves is we will chastise our children for lying and we try and educate them as much as we can not to lie when it suits us, because we will tell the white lies and think, oh, we're just white lies, we're okay, we can do that because we're the adults. But if the children did a white lie to us, they'd be absolutely banned. So I, I do agree with her on that aspect. That's one of my big pet peeves. But I, I'm not sure how she could, how we could earn the bike back, because obviously, is she saying, take the bike away and say, right, you're not having it back, we got to earn it back. But then there's not, that, there's not that dread of, oh no, I've been told my bike's going to get stolen type thing. Yeah, and it's if he uses his bike for school or something like that, then it, does it then go down to the parents to then have to drive him to school, or is he safe enough to walk to school? Are they going to then get fed up of it and go, oh, God, there's your bike back, just have it? Something like that, possibly. Yeah. Interestingly enough, we talk about lies. We did a lying episode, didn't we? A few yeah, weeks we did, back, yeah. And talked about what was acceptable as a lie and things. This wasn't on there, but I think that was, again, that was part of what, what your issue was with it, wasn't it? The yeah, I, I, I felt like the dad came across as the person who got all the glory because he couldn't lose. It, it semi-taught the child the lesson that he had a problem with and yet he came off as a good cop at the end because he got the bike back. 
do you think he walked in with the bike with like his underpants on? Probably, the side yeah. of his... I hope so. That's what I did <laughs> with a cape on. Blowing his hands going, I've just fallen his back. Fall for your ironic. What a hero, Dad. So I've got I've got another one as well from David, and he's from Manchester. And he's he's on a very similar route as Karen. And you're teaching your son two lessons. The one that he'll remember is about lying and not to trust his dad. So he's set the stone that obviously his dad's lied to him, so on the bike, taking it. And then it's, there's a trust exercise there. That So say next week, something else goes missing. He's going to be like, hmm, dad's got it. And I agree with this because my brother got, got, got this a lot. Things would go missing. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, Dan's got it. Yeah, Dan's got it. And it's one of those things where he probably hasn't. Trying but... to teach you a lesson, Wally. So you've gone through similar sort of Yeah, stuff. I have. Yeah, yeah. I suppose the, the ultimate is figuring out what's worst here. The, lie, the lesson of lying or the lesson of... A, doing as you're told, and B, taking responsibility for your stuff. That could be what it kind of comes down yeah. to, really. Interesting. It's fine, like I said, it's a fine edge of the two schools apart, isn't it? I suppose the other worry is that if his dad didn't come clean in the end and just said, yeah, I found it, I've got it, at the, it was at the park, here's your bike back, will his son then think, oh, well, if Oak goes missing, my dad will just get it back? Yeah. Because he's a, that's what he does. Well, he's, already, he's already set that style, that his dad. Yeah, that's what I'm his saying. person that finds it. I don't know. It's a very tough one. I don't think. And then we've got Chelsea, who's from Barnes. I don't think she's really understood the, what the uh, whole thing was doing. Is because I don't know how some people are allowed to have kids. Which is a bit extreme <laughs> and a bit strong. It's we're, to... we're a light-hearted podcast, not a serious. Um... Yeah, he's just trying to do a good thing. Yeah, it? I mean, I don't agree with Chelsea on that one. That was that was more of the school of Piers Morgan. I think. I think she took it a bit too far there. Yeah, possibly. We don't obviously know the details. I'm not saying. It. Not beating him up, <laughs> but yeah, so thanks for your uh, comments. But I think we're just a bit too extreme for what we're after on our podcast. Yeah, I think that's the key in it. Thank you for getting in touch. Um, but just look at yourself in the mirror <laughs> a little bit. Um, I've actually looked at some other pieces. So, on the, just on that, then are we still are you still in the same? Are you still flipping backwards and forwards? Yeah, I, I think it's about anything. I can see the I can see the pros and the cons of both sides of it. And I think it's just a dad trying to, like I say, teach his son a lesson. He's had the right intentions in mind. And I can see where the mum's coming from in the fact that it may have gone, there's maybe other ways of teaching him. How you go about that, I don't know. Because, you know, I, I might be in that same mood one day and do the exact same thing as that dad's done. Because I think it's a good idea at the time. Yeah. Interestingly, speaking of that, about different ways of punishment mm-hmm. or different ways of how you can teach him, I've had a look on the old Tinter web. Nice. and. Um, there's a few examples here of dads teaching their sons a lesson. So one of them, the son was kept constantly told for slamming his bedroom door. Teenager, I get it, teenagers do. I'm sure I slam my bedroom door an awful lot. So his dad taught him a lesson by cutting the door in half, like as a stable door, yeah, yeah. not from top to bottom. <laughs> Got two halves of the door, one bit doesn't fit in. So again, I suppose from a teenager's point of view, they want a bit of privacy. He ain't got that now. Because the top part of his door, you can sort of yeah. see. From, it's slightly extreme, an extreme case. See, for me, if I had a problem with a kid slamming a door and he was doing my head in, I put a quick, like, you know, one of those slow clothes on. So it's swinging away. <laughs> or just take it off the hinges. Just don't oh, screw no. it. No, because that's, that's, if I took a door off the hinges, I wouldn't be able to hang it back up again. I'm telling you right now. I'd, I'd sooner put a slow clothes on it. Yeah, I'd, I, I certainly think cutting a door in half is, is pretty extreme. To be fair, that's more extreme than actually taking off the hinges. 
Yeah, hugely. Because it's just ruined the dog completely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's been weird on that. Because that's one of those ones where, like, not cut your own nose spite your face, but like you've, you've ruined some, you've made it harder for yourself to try and teach them a lesson. Is it one of them where dad's just got a new circular saw? There's an opportunity here to just to cut this door in half. <laughs> Sounds a bit that way. Absolutely. Second one, again, a little bit extreme, but dad finds out that his son's been a bully at school. So he takes him down to a local boxing club and gets him in the ring with a professional boxer. Got gloves on, head guards, uh, mouth shield and all that. But the boxer gives him a... Not a complete... <laughs> not a complete... <laughs> Kids pasty. in A&E next day. But I think that was probably the idea of taking him to a professional boxer because they kind of know what they can get away with. So <laughs> it, 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 takes a, it takes a bit of an idea, right? So yeah. again, it's, it's, you know, we say there's no one size fits all for this, yeah. but... Is that something that you do? No. There could have been a good story like that. Go, yeah, it turns out he'd be the professional boxer. We've now got a professional heavyweight in the axe. <laughs> now, professional boxer. Yeah, that didn't happen. No. Um, the, I have a bit of an issue with that one in per se that you could end up with a kid going, you know, what? I like boxing. And then homing on his skills, you know, as in like being a, a better bully because he's more clinical with his punches and yeah. stuff like that. Again, I think there's other ways of maybe dealing with that yeah. uh, with that one and then the final one I've got is a, is a young lad he's got an Xbox this isn't necessarily a discipline issue per se he's got an Xbox his Xbox is broke so he asks his dad for a new one thinks yeah you know you can just have a new one so what his dad does is makes him earn it by doing jobs so he made him lay, help him lay some flooring some lamp, um, hardwood flooring yeah. It helped him fix an air conditioning unit. So it obviously must be something, maybe took him to work or something one yeah. day. And and also to fix the fence. There was other jobs as well that he had to do. But there was th- sort of three main things that he got him to do. Key thing with this one is that he gains skills then yeah. that he can then use later on in life. Yeah. And he has, has to obviously realise that things cost money and cost time. So maybe however many hours his dad would have to work to get that Xbox is a way of him working them amount of hours. So he's, he's understanding of, you know, things that he didn't break his Xbox. It just broke. These mm-hmm. things happened up. So yeah, it's not like he physically broke it himself, but it's a great way of teaching, I think. And like I say, I certainly like the idea of them learning them skills young mm-hmm. to take them into adult life, which is obviously something that we poor at. Yeah. I'm a big advocate of people earning and like I say, and learning like, so he's getting life skills, working with his dad, doing bits and bobs. And it shows the appreciation of things just don't come to kids. The value of money and things like that, you don't learn that until you get a lot older. You don't appreciate that, whereas I think it's better that they learn that from an early age. I try and instill in mind that they can't just have something there and then. They've got to either save for it or got to earn it by, like, say, doing chores and jobs. And I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago where there's, like, a board and you could have, like, it's a list of jobs and the harder the job, the more money rewards on that. So the kid can go, I'll wash the pots a couple of quid or I'll cut the grass. That's it. A couple of quid more than what it would be for doing those jobs. Yeah, it's up to them how how hard they want to work to how much value they want to get out of it. I think it's a great little uh, thing to. I mean, man, I'm a bit too young for doing that sort of thing, but it's definitely something I want to bring up and do. It's, it's getting chores that are at their level, in it. Yeah, I suppose you know, just maybe putting knives and forks away or something like that. Yeah, it's not something that. Ava likes to get over out. That's one of the things she likes to do, but. Bless her. I mean, she pushed it around and then I pushed it around. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because there's a difference between yeah, doing yeah. it. But 
I won't stop her. I won't go, oh, I'm going to do it because it's easier. you go, do whatever. It's No, actually, yeah, you, you're willing to do it. Why are you willing to do it? Let's do it. So speaking of jobs and things, not Steve, last week's podcast, we talked about upscale, upcycling and we had our guest on and we had a challenge. We do have a challenge. So I want to know how you're getting on with it. So the challenge is <clears throat> to build a lamp of yeah. some variety so, that's functional. I've, I've built one lamp. Right. I've upscaled it. I've upcycled. I've had something that was battered, broken. I've regenerated it, bring it back to life. Functional. Um, I had it in the shed. The wife says to me, what, what are you doing for your lamp? Let's in the shed. She went, that ain't your lamp, is it? That's no good. You can't have that. <laughs> I'm like, the hell? So I've gone, I've gone back to the drawing board because I've got a bit of time on my hands. So I'm going to do something else now because she's she's pretty much said that it won't win. And I, I, I genuinely thought it was good. I, I thought I thought I was the box. I've taken some that was in my garden that was actually battered to bits and brought it back to life. Do you know what I really like about that? Is that the fact that Amy has faith that well, I can produce something <laughs> better. <laughs> if I don't win this, at least I know that somebody's got faith in me. Yeah. So my update is that I know what I'm going to do, but I haven't even started it yet. In fact, I've got two choices at the moment. And one of them, I'm going to go for my first choice. And then I've got a backup in case something goes wrong on the first one. Okay, sounds good. And that's where I'm out of it. But I've done nothing about it yet. I've not moved forward in it to a certain degree. Yeah. But again, it'll be functional. It will be create, creating something from something else. Just like Rob instructed us last week. Yes. For, are you able to reveal what you've, what you've made then? No, because no, because in case the next thing doesn't pull off, you're gonna go back to I'm that. I'm gonna one. go back to that. So I've got one done, dusted. It's got, it's got, it works as a light lamp, whatever you want to call it. But yes, yeah, so I'm gonna redesign another one. So the first one, I thought I've completely thought outside the box. I've taken something, but what I've taken is I've taken something that would be designed as that, and I've just like upcycled it and brought it back to life. Which is why I think Amy's thinking we've well, not turned something into something. You've used something and brought it back to life. Yeah. So to me, I've upcycled some it. Like, you know, if you've got a tress of drawers, nobody really breaks them down and has like, I don't know, a poof from it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> see, people upcycle a tress of drawers. They put fresh liquor paint on it, maybe put new door handles on it, maybe give it good sand. That's upcycling. That's taking some and putting into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. So I've done the exact same thing. What it was was what it is, and I've just made it back. To- is it a chest of drawers? <laughs> <laughs> With a lamp well, on the top. On top of it. I'm doing the lamp straight to the top of it. Whereas so my new project is I'm going to go completely outside of the box. I'm going to get some skaggy bits of wood. So they're, they're going to be the things that I'm going to take from it. And then I'm going to have some bits that I'm going to add to it to make this lamp from it. So. Wow. So you've already thought outside the box. Now you're going even further outside the box. Well, I, I thought I'd done well, but the missus says I am. So I am now going left field. I might end up with my fingers missing by the time I finish. But I don't know. And so once again, I've gone to something that's functional that I want. So the reason why I did the first one is I thought, yes, That'll serve a really good purpose in the summer, such and such. And then the next one's thinking, right, okay, something I want that I haven't really use. Because I, I don't want, like, some sort of quirky thing in the corner of my, in my bedroom where that I'm not going to use or, like, a lamp, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I've made sure it's functional for what I want. Chest of drawers. <laughs> yeah, a new poof. <laughs> <laughs> From a chest of drawers. <laughs> yeah. So we'll keep giving updates then, as much as we possibly can without revealing too much. Yeah. So we've got, what, three weeks left? We're going to reveal them. Yeah. On the 7th of May was going to be our live session. On the yes. 7th of May, we'll get yes. Rob to judge those judge. for us. He's going to have to judge him blind as well because 
I'm not telling him because he obviously picked mine because he likes me better than you. Yeah, like on the um, what is it like Bake Off? I put him on Gingham behind the thing. Yeah, this is Enzo's. Yeah, the only thing is, it need, can mine, I feel like mine needs description to it. It might not look the part, so I'm hoping Rob looks at it and thinks, yeah, that, that's a lot well, of effort. That's my first one. Like, You've done it in like two days, though. Yeah, because I grafted. Because you put a lamp on top of a chest. <laughs> <laughs> I put some effort in as well. What I, do I mean? I propose method. Do you know what is interesting? From what Robert said, when he said about you finding things, I'm constantly like looking yeah, now yeah, for yeah. stuff, yeah. and I look at things and think... I was tidying a garage out yesterday and I'm thinking, right, what could I use that for now? Mm. Which is a slight worry because I'm a bit of a hoarder anyway. If I, if I, if I think I might need something, yeah, I'll yeah. just go, I'll put it in garage, I might need it later. Like men do. Yeah. But I'm just kind of thinking now, yeah, constantly looking around, thinking, what can I use that what for? What could I do that? that? Yeah. Where I enjoy it. And I, I generally think if I, if I had better tools, I'd be better at it. My downside is I'd start using the wrong size screwdriver just because I ain't got the right screwdriver and bust whatever I'm trying to do and go, no, yeah. I'm not good at this. Now I'm not any good at it, I still have got the right tools. If I'm trying to cut wood, I'm using a proper hand saw, going at it, and it'd be a bit wonky. Whereas if I had like a chop saw, I would keep... Yeah, I see what you mean. I'm saying, but why would you have them tools, specialist yeah. tools? Because we're not use specialist tools, unless we're going to start cutting doors in half. Let's buy them. <laughs> Should we have some? Yeah. Uh, it's our commitment to each other to have a toolbox that we share. I love that. <laughs> Bit weird, but yeah. Now this weekend, no, yeah, I've got it this weekend. That's um, which tools this weekend. <laughs> right. So I just mentioned there about things that I'm, I'm a bit of a hoarder, a bit of a keeper. I think that's a dad thing. We all know we've got a dad drawer. Yeah. That's just got loads of stuff in. So I want to talk to you. I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago about dad traits. Things that only dads do. And I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago about when you get your shopping from car. That's a one-trip one, one oh, trip one pony. Trip, yeah. So what have you got? What's your dad traits? So dad traits, and this is me all over, sneeze really, really loud. Dad, dad sneeze really loud. I am proper like a... <laughs> proper milk it. I do it more when I'm out and about. I'll try and sneeze as loud as I can, just for the embarrassment for kids. <laughs> it's like, Todd... But I, I love a loud sneeze. I think that is that's a banger that one because you're right. Women don't really. No, they're like sneeze loud. Do yeah, it's pathetic. Yeah, I've got this thing as well about when people sneeze. The, the sequence of events goes: Achu, bless you, thank you. If you sneeze and I th- I bless you, you then say thank you. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. If you're doing a sneeze, like, it's not even a sneeze. You don't deserve a bless you. That's Okay. Blow it out. Get it, Blow out, it out. Make it loud and yeah. proud. If, if I try and like um, compress a sneeze, my, my, like something that comes out of my ears, and, like my head nearly blows. Like, do you ever do that? It's not yeah, flying like, out your ears. <laughs> you know, you go like that, and I'm like, ah, my head hurts. Yeah, like you're landing on a, a, an airport after yeah, a flight. It's awful when I try and hold one in. Especially when I'm like in a meeting this morning. I'm like, oh no. Like, oh, my ears. <laughs> So what's worse, you crying because your ears are hurting or just letting out a big sneeze? Well, that's that's thing now. I just go, and I say what as well. For some reason, I sneeze more like more than I ever have done. I don't, I don't mean I'll sneeze and then sneeze again in a bit. I'm talking I'll sneeze like seven times in a row. Once I get going, that's it. I'm proper sneezing. The thing is, as well at the moment, is if you sneeze, <laughs> <I> automatically <laughs> yeah. think you've got COVID. COVID. <laughs> you do a little cough. Yeah. You've got COVID. Yeah. yeah. 
So I understand why people are leaving, trying to hold them in, but let it out. Let it, it go. See what's worse as well, because obviously you've got a sneezing crook to your elbow, haven't you? That's the, the given. Crook yeah. to your elbow. And sometimes I've got a mask on. Forget I've got that. <laughs> sneezing the mask, I've got all sliding the mask on. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, my mask needs to go big now. <laughs> I've had that a couple of times. Dad trait number two from me. Go on. When you go to zoo and you see animals partaking in romance, shall we say. What do you mean? It's just really funny, isn't it? <laughs> partaking in romance, what do you mean? When animals are doing it in zoo. Doing what? Doing, doing the funky chicken. Bumping uglies. Huh? <laughs> I'll draw you a picture. <laughs> no, no, no. If you see animals in the zoo of any variety doing it's it, funny, it? it's really funny, isn't yeah. it? But like the best, the best is like the kid. The kids don't get it. And you're like, oh, oh my god, look at that! Hey, like, look at that! Look at that! Yeah. There was the video that went viral once. I'm sure it was like two rhinos and the, the little little girl, little boy's going, look, they're giving each other pee backs. They're giving each other pee backs. Yeah. Brilliant. Very funny. Have you got another one? Yeah. So my other one is, which dads always do, is they fall asleep the second they sit in a chair. And I'm really bad for this, especially on an evening. We'll be watching telly. And it was like, should we go to bed? Because obviously you fall asleep. I'm, no, I'm not falling asleep. I'm not falling asleep. That's, that's the sleep. That's part of it, though, isn't it, as well? The denial yeah. of falling asleep. And I, I know I am. Yeah. And like, there'll be summer, and I fall asleep, and I wake up, and she'll go, you've been asleep. And I go, no, I am. What, what? I've been snoring. I mean, I don't know why. But it's like, even on a night as well, I, you wake up, like, I'll be talking in my sleep. And she'll wake me up, and she's like, what are you talking about? No, I want. I want all defensive, like I could do all about it. Do you know I, mean? I get really defensive about it. I don't know why. Do you worry that you've said something you should have said? Not particularly, no. It's just I get really defensive. Or like, you're snoring. You're like, no one. Like, how, how do I know I wasn't snoring? I was fast asleep. Do you know what I mean? But the first thing is on the back foot of going, no, no. And I don't know why. Again, a dad weird. thing, isn't it? Yeah, proper weird. The falling asleep in the chair thing, that's me after Sunday dinner. It's literally like a thing. Yeah. Same as like, even like Christmas Day. Christmas dinner, both eaten, chair, sleep. My final one for this week is hanging things from my pockets. And what I mean by this is say if I'm doing some building work, I'll have like little nails or something in my pockets or I'll hang my hammer from my pocket. Or if I'm cooking in kitchen, I'll have like my tea towel hanging from my pocket just so I can go up there like a proper chef. Yeah. And it's just something that I find that I have all the time. Just have, I'll have something hanging from me. I'm like a walking cook. Nice. At all times. And again, I think it's a dad thing. Women have like handbags and stuff, don't they, to put stuff in. Yeah. I think as the, the hammer thing, I think it's because I'd like a tool belt. Yeah. And I think if I just hook my hammer into one car, a, a screwdriver in another, or back pocket, there's always something in back pocket. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a pain for like putting things in my pockets. Like I'll pick up a screw and go, oh, I need that. I'll put it in the shed. Oh, I need that. And then I'll go for a washing machine, I'll come back out and I'll put my jeans back on fresh and go, why have I got a screw? Why have I got what paper do we need? I mean, just because I don't empty my pockets, but I know what you mean. I put loads of things in my pockets. I don't particularly hang things from a pocket, but I know what you mean. I, I, get, I think everything these are things that dads do. Not every dad's going to do that, no, no, is no. it? But I think it's certainly it, the, the idea of a dad trait is that it's something that we do and mums don't do. Yeah. I would like to hear what other people have got. If anybody else has got a dad trait that they do, let us know. There were some bellas as well. There will be. Absolute bellas. And I think there'll be ones as well that we do probably subconsciously and we don't realise it. Yeah. So let's hear them and we'll do a few more of these over the next few weeks because I love them.
How's our review coming this week? So this week we've got a review from Ava and Noah, and we are reviewing a day out we had. So now we're allowed out into outside places. We went for a day out and we went to Sunnybank Gardens, an ice cream parlour it's called. I said at the beginning, how nice is it now that things are reopening and just being able to get out on a day out and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's just... I didn't realise how much I missed. Not for me, but for the kids. Like, watching them, you know, and like... It's really, really hard to explain, but it was just like, wow, they've really missed yeah. being out different spaces, different places. Been to park, do you know what I mean? We've been walks. I should go somewhere like, not been here before. Whoa, what's to do? Do you know what I mean? That's sort of like, yeah. doing what's happening. Just everybody getting out in car and getting out somewhere different. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. not the supermarket or a park. Yeah. No, it was good. And ice cream. Wow, was they good. Are you a big ice cream fan? I, I like ice cream. Don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll eat ice cream. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't say I'd go out of my way to get an ice cream, but I do like an ice cream. As a treat? Like, yeah, like yeah I, had, um, I had a Snickers and toffee one. Nice. Good Very combo. Nice. Yeah. No, I'd have two scoops. Well, didn't it? Two scoops. Big yeah. lad now. Yeah, big He's lad. He's getting big lad. So he had, he had um, bubblegum and strawberry. Now, if the woman gives the opportunity, I'd go, put the strawberry on first and the bubblegum on top. Because I know... He'll manage one scoop, no problems. But I don't think he'd manage two scoops. So I was thinking, oh, I'm going to have bubblegum ice cream. I don't really like bubblegum ice cream. You know what I mean, <laughs> so we're left about, please leave me with the strawberry. But fair play to the lad. He ate it all. Good lad. Surprise me. Good lad. Is this review that they've done is going to be based heavily around ice cream? <laughs> no, probably not, because I want to highlight the thing. We've like played like mini golf and stuff like that. So it was a really good little uh, look oh, there. Nice. Really spacious, not many people about. It was good. Felt safe as well, because that's yeah, the other thing, isn't yeah. it? I, I feel safe because I don't put myself in a position. Like, you know, people go, oh, it was really busy. Uh, I didn't feel safe. Well, surely there's an opportunity where you can move away from that. That You know, you're, you didn't have to stay or, you know, those sort of things. Yeah. If you go to a shop, for instance, and you know it's busy and that's going to make you feel uncomfortable, yeah. don't go in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and I do get people's anxiety and things like that. Um, and I do think the element is making everyone feel safe. Obviously, in my work, that's the whole thing what we're trying to do is making sure our customers feel safe so the numbers being pulled right down and things like that. But yeah, just a lot of things I've been seeing recently. It's like everyone, we're back back to that culture of mourning type thing and they're going, oh, I went there and you, you were too busy. What 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 do you sort of expect? It's a glorious day. I think, I think it's more like seaside. Like, oh, it's packed seaside. Well, I've been funny, but I haven't been seaside yet since last year because it's going to be busy. yeah. I think that's the thing is as well, the door's open for everybody, aren't it? Exactly. So everybody's yeah. rushing through it to do things. Yeah, and yeah. We've had such nice weather over the last few days as well, haven't we, to, for people to be able to go, yeah, let's go yeah. do something. And our sort of common denominator is let's go to the seaside. Yeah. Which is why I went to this place, it's Sunnybank Gardens, because it's like it's like a little local place. It's not it's not like, you, if you if you Google it, you come across it, Johnny, but it's not as if it's like on trip advisor or, or like that. Yeah, which is good as well. And I, and I suppose it just gets you into the habit of going places, doesn't yeah. it? You know, like baby steps to start with. Because we don't know how, how busy it was going to be. I said, no. well, yeah, I didn't go with you. No, no. <laughs> and But you don't know then again, I suppose, how the kids are going to react to it. Yeah. Well, we did say when we, when we got there, we said, like, kids, be ready, because if it's busy, we're not going in. Yeah. So, like, there's that expectation that whenever we're going somewhere or we're going to go somewhere now going forward, it's a case of kids. Brace yourself. We're planning on going here. But if it's busy, you know the score. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's not worth the hassle, so... That's going to go on for another few months, I think, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I, I'm still dubious how these doors are going to just be one day we're wearing masks and we're, we're locked up and the next day it's like, way, buddy! 
hugging and kissing everybody in the street. Yeah. Oh, God, I haven't had a proper hug for ages. So, uh, <laughs> I have. I do it. So, you PP on. Um, can I press the button this week? Yeah, go on, go for it. So here it is. This is Nova. Nova? No, we did that on the week. Nova. No, Noah and Ava's review. Hi, guys. Hi. So what we're going to talk about today? Ice. Sunny. Ice cream. Sunny. So we went out, didn't we? And went to mm -hmm. Sunnybank Ice Cream Parlour. So let's talk about it. What was the best thing about going there then? I think I've got two. Go on then. Ice cream and hook a duck. Ice cream and hook a duck. Oh yeah, I forgot we did hook a duck. So we'll start with the ice cream then. What's the best ice cream that you had? Well, I had strawberry and, bu and bubble gum. So I'll pick out of them. I think strawberry. Strawberry was your favourite, was it? Mm. Nice. It was nice and big, wasn't it? Mm. Good. And what will you give the ice cream out of 10? Obviously a 10. A 10. Both flavours a 10? Yeah. Super. Hey, what ice cream did you have? I had one scoop of Turkish Delight. You had a Turkish Delight one? Ooh, that's an unusual one, isn't it? Mm. Was it nice? Yeah, I also had a flake in it. You had a flake, did you? Yeah, you was the only one that got a flake, didn't you? Right then, so what else did we do when we was at Sunnybank? Why was it, what else made it good? You know you said? Hook a duck. Hook a duck. What did you win when you did hook a duck? What a goldfish, was it? It was what? A pig balloon. A pig balloon, wow. And what did you get when you did hook a duck, Ava? Pom poms. Some pom poms. Like chili. Cheerleading pom poms, yeah. Uh, what else did you do while I was there then? My favourite, we did. Crazy golf! Crazy golf, yeah, we did some crazy golf. And it was crazy. Some holes were really crazy, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, one was in a basket, and Dad thought that was where you had to return. God thought we'd return, but it wasn't. And once I got it in in two shots, hit it, and then it was at the bottom of the hill, hit it, it landed, went up the ramp, and then it was. Nice. So when we did crazy golf, so what types of golf courses was there? There was one that was, had a ramp point, didn't it? I had to go over the top and bounce. If it bounced too high, it bounced out of the course, didn't it? Yeah. That was a tricky one, wasn't it? Yeah, that one was my favourite, because on the, on the first, because um, when I already did it all, I went through it all again, but I only did the number three, which was that one. The bouncing one, yeah. Um, and so there was the ramp, you had to hit it hard enough that it landed somewhere around the thing on the other side yeah. of it, but not land in between because there was a gap. Yeah. Up. But I just kept, I tried to miss so that I could jump down off the ramp and then off. Oh, right, you just wanted to play on it. Yeah. Daddy took eight goals on that one, didn't he? Yeah. And then I got really lucky because the one, it bounced, hit a stone, then bounced into the... Yeah. It bounced off the course and bounced yeah. back in, didn't it? Yeah, it was lucky. Which, which hole was your favourite one then on the golf? I think... Well, I didn't really have a favourite What about the windmill one? That was cool. You, had to go through the, you went through the windmill, didn't you, in one go? Oh, yeah, that windmill one. Yeah, I went... Um, it took, like, one shot. I think it flew straight through that windmill, didn't it? Mm. Yeah. So, what will we give our day out? Out of five, what will we give it out of five? Five. Five. Ooh, also, nice, also, nice just to get out, wasn't it, really? Also, there was a play area. There was a play area, yeah. Out of five, I'll give it a one thousand. 
1,000? You can't do that. Cool. But like I say, it was nice just to get out on it and mm. guess it, look at somewhere different because we've been stuck going to the same park, haven't we, and stuff like that. So mm. it was good. Well, hopefully we'll have some more days out coming up, won't we? Mm. Now uh, Boris is letting us out of the house, isn't he, a little bit more. Mm. Big bad Boris, isn't he? Mm. <laughs> right, you can say bye to everyone then. Bye. Hope you have a nice day. Good little review. Yeah, I like it. I always like, I always like their reviews. Yeah, they're all good though. I, I like Andy and Lex's yeah. review. It sounds like a pretty cool place. I think it's certainly somewhere where we, we need to go visit. Please get Ellie on a review. Might get to review working. She just started working. Oh, big world. Sounds like they had a really good day. These would be great to have, won't they? Recommendations because you're a bit of a trendsetter, aren't you? You're an influencer <laughs> when, it comes, when it comes to visiting places. You go places, then all of a sudden everybody's there. <laughs> I'm going to love it if everyone's there already at Sunny Bank. Well, yeah, no, like I say, good little, good little things, local to us. Anyone that's local, I'd recommend it as a timeout. What sort of price range are we talking for family for? It's free to get in. Free to get in? Yeah. Free ice cream? Yeah, no. Free to get in, but then obviously the things that we did there was uh, paid. So we paid, paid for like uh, the mini golf thing. Um, and then the ice cream. Ice cream was really, for what it was, it was beautiful. And it was very reasonable price for it. I think it was like two scoops, big giant cone. And that was like three quid. I think it's pretty reasonable for yeah, yeah. for ice cream. Because ice cream's expensive, isn't it? For what it is. Yeah, it is. You're right. It's, it's a strange one, though, isn't it? Because like you say, three quid's not too bad. But then when there's four of you... Oh, yeah, you're too racks You're up. thinking, you know, I'm paying with a 20. Yeah, I'm getting no change. <laughs> yeah. Because I, like I said, ice cream, it's really weird ice cream because it's nothing. Yeah, well, it you, is. It's ice no, cream. Yeah. But you think a tub, that they're, they're scooping it in, they must get, what, 30, 40 scoops out of that tub? Three quid a scoop, the, the money must make it out of a fist. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I buy that it costs more than 10 to make that, that type of ice cream. We're in wrong industry, maybe. We are. We could be ice cream men, I think. Could get our own little van. Yeah. Can we have a noddy? Yeah, I do remember noddy, yeah. call it on it. Because me and him was all about, he was the first person to have, do you know the lollies that he stuck in it? Yeah, it was a special one, it? Yeah. yeah, so an ice cream and well, a lolly at the same time. Yeah, like an ice, like a iced lolly, yeah, it was an iced yeah. lolly. Oh, man, they were the business. I miss noddy. Right, so what have you learned this week? I have learned the valuable lesson of, even though it's April, sun cream is needed. Interesting about this is that last week we spoke at the beginning, and we obviously we asked how the week's gone, and we're saying what weird weather it is, and mm. it was like snowing in April. What What's going on with this country? I don't know, it's balmy. So sun cream, no yeah. sun cream with you? I'm burnt, I'm burnt. I've taught, taught classes outside. And you know, it's like when you're sweating, it's like if you go for a run, you catch some more, you know, got the moisture on your head. My head's been burnt at max. I ain't dead shaving my head because I'm worried it'll like, you know, catch me right head. my head. No, I'm, I'm worried the top of my head will burn. That slight bit of air is giving me protection there, but um, yeah. It's in, burn. it's in a big hat. I can't, I can't teach in a hat. I've tried, I've tried. It's like, it's like I just want to take, it's not like annoying me on my head. What but, a bandana. No, no chance. I have pirate. I'll just grow some hair. I can't. I would if I could. <laughs> so the value of sun cream is what you've learned this week. Yeah, but then again, I bet. I bet next week I put sun cream on. Morning about my eyes streaming because I've got sweaty sun cream in my eyes. You just smell like coconut all yeah. day. Oh, I don't mind that. It's not much smell. But yeah, so I've had a nightmare. During, during your face goes all like feels like soaring clay. I had that last yeah. Wednesday. And oh, around my eyes are like really soft to touch. It's calmed down a bit now, but I mean, you can vouch. I'm quite red faced. 
You're looking bronzed. Yeah, I know. That's but, why I thought he'd been hitting some beds. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I had a bad week, got burnt. There's no way around it, really. Stay indoors. I can't, I can't teach indoors. <laughs> government, government rules, Boris says you can't teach inside. Yeah. But I'm not knocking it. It's nice to be outside. It's nice to be teaching. It's nice to be back to it. <clears throat> I just need to stick some sun cream on. Yeah. Sun cream and goggles. <laughs> nah, that's a good combo. <laughs> just in case it streams into your eyes. <laughs> so, what are you learning this week? So, part of my week has been sort of this week and the week before. I've got to get back into running. We spoke right at the start of the year. We had a chat with Jodie, didn't we, about his camp and what motivates him and we even had our own little challenge between us didn't we to lose a bit of weight which we, which we didn't yeah. so mine is i've learned about motivation i think this week and persistence and sticking to the task I've got the great north run in september which i realized only five months away i haven't run properly since probably two years ago mm. it was last august i had my knee operation it was the august before that that i was that i did it playing football so it's been two years. So I've literally started right back at the very beginning. So I'm going to track this journey. If anybody has any interest in it at all, I'll just do little videos. I'm going to stick them on our TikTok and people can follow it if they want. And nice. we'll just see how we go. Five months to Great North Run. Nice. And literally, it's hard work. You know, we, we've we've done challenges and stuff before. I've done marathons. You've done yeah. Ironman competitions. Not just Ironman. <laughs> Done the Ironman, <laughs> and and as well, I think we hit a certain age, or I've hit an age, and I just think it it's harder, isn't it? The older yeah. you get, the harder it is. A to find time to do things, and B just you just body just don't want to do it. And in my head, I'm going, well, I could do this easy three years ago, yeah. four years ago, and now it's a lot harder. Yeah. I've hit thirty, and the last three years, so I'm thirty three now, but the last three years from being thirty has just been such an effort with my body. It's just gone through like some sort of radical weird change. And I don't know what's happened to me. Because like I say, I used to be fit as a fiddle, do you know what I mean? I used to be yeah, able to, yeah. you know, like go for a run and my, my legs want to break and stuff like that, and calf pulls. It's really weird. I don't, I don't know what's happened to my body. That's the other thing, and it? It's the, the days after. Yeah. You lose days after. Yeah. Because your body just goes, yeah, I didn't like that, what you did yesterday. I, um, I, I, I have to get going in the morning. And I used to laugh at people. Like, you know, they go, I get up and I'm all stiff and I'm, I can't move properly. It takes a bit, you know, to get the blood going and get me like, I'm like, oh, God, what's wrong with you? And I go up in the morning, I'm like, oh, my knees, oh, my, my feet. And I'm, I'm like tiptoeing to the bathroom, like, ooh. Uh, and then I get going. Do you know what my thing is? I'm 33, man. I want to still always be able to put my socks on standing. Well, I can do so, that. So balanced. I think that once I can't do that and I have to sit and put my socks on every day, I think that's game over for me. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> my, my flexibility is there. It's my joints. Just don't want it. Desk yeah. jobs don't help. Either, no, I, I genuinely think that that's had a lot to do with the fact that I've always come from a very active job. That I've always been on the move. Do you know what I mean, very, very little sitting down work. Yeah. Going to a point where I then went to like proper, even when we was DOs and stuff, we still flew around buildings. Do you know what I mean, we, we did sit down, but not as much as like now I'm, I'm pretty much sediment. Yeah. I think it, it certainly made a difference for me over the last few weeks. Yeah. Being properly sat at the desk all day, not, not moving. It's been hard work. So we have got our live session coming Look up. Look forward to live because behind the curtain, there's a bit of editing that goes into this. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. But there's no hiding behind a live session, is there? Not at all. So we want to get people involved in this session. We're going to do it on the Friday, 8 p.m. UK time. Yeah. 
and we're going to do it via one of our social network sites. We'll figure that out, I think, at some point. But chances are it's probably going to be Instagram. But yeah, so Friday the 7th of May will be our 50th episode, and it's going to be live. So no swearing. Yeah, if you're coming on, no swearing. Yeah, there's no editing either for us, is there? We can't no. edit a live session out. So it's, yeah, we're going to be live. It's going to be interesting. So please get involved. Send us some questions. Get on, have a watch, see if we can do it. And we're also going to be judging, or Rob's going to judge for us, our lamp yeah. challenge on that night as well. So fingers crossed, I win. <laughs> If you don't, mate, I've had you three times over. I know, I think it's retirement then after that. There's no more challenges. Joking, I am keeping them going as long as I can. So, Leon, next week's episode, what we got on? So, next week, we have the topic of, if you had a time machine, where would you go? Forwards in time? Do you think there's going to be something to happen in the future? Or would you go back in time to a certain time period? I think this is going to be an interesting one to yeah. ask the kids this. What they think. I'm going to throw it out of here. I bet one of mine goes to the Great Fire of London. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it out there now. I'm, I've not asked him, and I bet you any money one of goes there. Have you seen Magic Grandad? No. Oh, Matthew was obsessed with Magic Grandad at one point. I've, I've got a feeling they might go to Fire London. I might be wrong, don't get wrong, but I'm just throwing it out there. It's a big claim. <laughs> Let's see. Was one of them a pyromaniac? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <amen. laughs> I thought it was you. I've seen what you've burnt food wise. Right. I'm looking forward to this one. I am. I'm genuinely looking forward to the next week's episode. Be- it should be good. Questions like that for them are always really good because it's interesting to see what, where the mind's at. Yeah, what they're thinking. And if they've been doing something at school, generally around maybe history or something, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Let's see what they've got. Leon, have a great week, won't you? Have a good week yourself, my friend. Keep yourself smiling. Stay safe. And we'll do it all again next week. Thank you for listening right to the end of this week's podcast. We hope that you've enjoyed it. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dad underscore tales underscore or get involved by emailing us at dadtales at outlook.com. You can also now join our Facebook page by searching Dad Tales. Keep the feedback coming. We are genuinely humbled by all the input and the comments you're providing us. Stay safe, celebrate small victories and keep smiling.